I think a lot of people didn't know what to think. I, you know, I, I went back and I read the original day after, or actually night of, post episode discussion on Reddit. Oh man, did someone on the uh, the so this was what 2017? Mm-hmm. The night of Reddit was like, I don't know what that scream means, but I think we have to start buying GameStop. <laughs> yeah, um, this Elon Musk guy is pretty smart. Maybe we should uh, listen to his stock tips. Yeah. You know, I ran all the coordinates and it's actually a genome sequence for a disease called COVID-19. <laughs> what do you guys think that means? Yeah. I know there's a SARS-1. What? SARS-2? Uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> What do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think it means when uh, David Lynch is in the FBI and uh, he says, uh, "He says, Comey, don't do it." It's <laughs> not character named Comey. <laughs> Welcome to. Quite possibly the final episode <laughs> of Twin Takes. Unless this has all been a dream all along. Yeah, well, let's not discount that. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 19 of Twin Takes, in which we discuss part 18 of Twin Peaks, The Return, season three. Uh, tw- Twin Peaks, season three, The Return. <laughs> it's a complicated series of, of, of phrases that I've had to repeat over and over again every week. Um, my name is Kabir. I'm with Garrett, Mike David Lynch Sherpa. How are you, Garrett? I'm doing great, but it, you know it's bittersweet. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> more bitter than sweet for you, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm excited to not have uh, four to five hours a week of just uh, agony consuming you. Yeah, yeah. you're living in this world. <laughs> You know what's funny is is I, I ask a lot of my friends to listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. and they uh, will uh, will be like, "Oh, you should watch this, like just like Twin Peaks or like, oh, <laughs> so like David Lynch esque." And I tell them like, "You guys listen to it, right? I don't want more of it." <laughs> yeah, I should. wonder if some people think that like this is like uh, it's, it's like, like oh, like I'm playing the bad cop and Garrett's playing the good cop. No, no, I no. want everyone to know that I hate this show. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I love it. <laughs> uh, I, I take notes uh, on every episode, and these are the shortest notes I've ever taken. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's a 56-minute episode. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think it's a, it's fair to say that 30 minutes, uh, at least 20 minutes, is people moving in vehicles, not speaking. Yeah. I think it's, it's probably closer to 30 minutes than 20. Uh. This this, this I ep- almost fell asleep, and that's not that's, that's not an exaggeration. I no no no. You know, it's six thirty in the in the evening, and yeah, I'm, yeah, to yeah. perfectly, I'm a normal human, and it mm-hmm. was just so boring. I think, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But this, I think, this episode is the the art the MoMA film art film version of it's like the the flip of episode eight which is you know sometimes you see these art films and there's just a bunch of just crazy images just being thrown at you this is the one where you know it's like the american beauty bag floating in the wind or whatever you know Mm. for for five to ten minutes yeah yeah i mean it's a lot of it's a lot of people on the road just staring. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, not only uh, is it, I mean, annoying that I'm being forced to watch people not do anything, but <laughs> there is so much information to be gleaned that that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want answers and instead yes. of getting answers, you're just seeing people just stare and just That's drive. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we, we try to talk about the episodes in order, but I mean, a lot of it doesn't really matter because there's a lot of narrative that happens. But uh, a lot of the episode is Coop with, uh, you know, to Laura Palmer, maybe not Laura Palmer, but certainly Cheryl Lee mm-hmm. driving around. And these are the two characters that arguably uh, 
know the most about what's going on or <laughs> or by not knowing would would reveal a great deal yeah yeah um and they don't they don't talk to each other they don't say anything and it doesn't even make sense within the context of the scene that they wouldn't talk to each other it's just to it's uh, for me it's just to annoy you no no it's because they're on a road trip that's what you do on a road trip you talk on a road trip no i mean for a little bit <laughs> you, you just <laughs> you, you talk in the beginning and then you know you hit the you know you're on the 10 or whatever and, and you just sit in silence well yeah you can't talk the whole time I, I, if I'm with someone that either has incredibly important information or uh, I like, then we talk or we listen to music or I mean, they're just staring straight ahead. Yeah. Yeah. They're just At one point, they think someone's following them. Turns mm-hmm. out that no one's following them. Nothing's yeah, nobody. happening. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> A little bit of intrigue. No. Uh, oh. They're at the gas station. They are pulling out of the gas station. Oh, suddenly he stops. Oh, it's because there's a car coming. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We're not there yet. I will say I, I love all of this. I know it's insane, but I really do. I really love it. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's start it's at the beginning. It's not an act. I love it. <laughs> let's start at the beginning. So so uh, I will say <laughs> this episode, it starts strong in the visuals. We got flaming dark coop. Oh, <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. The Black Lodge. Kind of, uh, you know, kind of leaving the door open for season four. Uh, how so? His body is on fire. Yeah, he comes back. Yeah, maybe he's like, did we talk about Ghost Rider in the last episode? Maybe, you know, it's Ghost Rider Coop. <laughs> uh, we, I ended up cutting it, but we did talk about Oh, okay. Uh, we did talk about Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. Mm-hmm. And my God, if, uh, if Dark Coop comes back, the only thing that would make Dark Coop better is if his head was on fire <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Everything else could be the same. It would still be, yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. Um, but no, he's on fire. He's he's right in the in the middle of the of the HR exit interview at the Black yeah. Lodge, yeah. which is the one armed man tells you that you don't exist, <laughs> and then you die in some horrific way. So he's on fire. Uh, the one-armed man is doing what we had predicted he would do, which is he has a piece of uh, real Coop, Coop Prime's hair, mm-hmm. uh, a, a hair, uh, not a piece of his hair, um, a follicle, and uh, uses a seed, which is a, a, a gold ball, yeah. and to make a new uh, Dougie. That's right. You know a lot about Twin Peaks for someone who hates it. Yeah, I was actually. You might be the home. you might be the most well informed Twin Peaks hater. Because there's uh, maybe no one else, maybe in the world no one else on this earth <laughs> that watches the show and takes notes on it. Yeah, that you're right. Who who, who hates it? Who hates it? <laughs> because everyone else who there's quite a few Twin Peaks podcasts, but I think everyone they all love it. No one has someone who hates it. No, it's. Uh, I mean, look, we were. I was watching this episode, and like they were just driving, and I was like looking at my phone. It's so boring. Oh man. Uh, the one-armed man um, has made Dougie. He, uh, I guess, sends Dougie home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when he's in the Black Lodge, it seems like he's pretty cogent. He's pretty good. Yeah. But then he gets home. And his uh, wife and child run up to him and, and hug him and welcome him home. And they don't ask him anything. They're just like, oh, Dougie. And he, and he says, home. Right. Which is a little. Yeah, it was. He sounded like Dougie Prime, which we referred to <laughs> uh, when he's in the Black Lodge or the Red Room or whatever. And then yeah, when he. Dougie. Yeah. But then when he gets to his house with Nami Watts, he does sound like. The Dougie we were with the entire season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the real Dougie is somewhere in between. So I, the the fact that he can talk like that, I think he's. I don't you think know. he's quite Cooper Coop Prime, but he's still you know he's a shell. That's the whole point. That's why I like it. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I suppose it's supposed to be a happy ending for the family, but they. I mean, this kid's going to grow up with a shell of a father. <laughs> he's not going to be well adjusted. And uh, I mean, the real father figure is the Belushi mm. brothers. He's going to become a, a you know, it's going to be adopted into that crime family. Mm. Well, you know, maybe he'll get a heart of gold. 
Well, it, sounds, it sounds like a happy story to me. He's he's a, he's already a happy kid. It's Hanging true. out with murderers is not going to, and cigarette <laughs> girls is not going to. It's not a good environment for him. That's true. Uh, so then we see uh, footage again from the previous part. Um, I imagine that if mm, it was released mm-hmm. as a, a two-part episode, they would have not repeated this. I had the same. I, I wondered the same thing how they did that, but um, it's pretty knows. much the end of uh, episodes or part seventeen, the last thing that we saw. Yeah, um, it's it's Coop Prime. He's gone back in time, and he's he's uh, he's taking Laura Palmer by the hand, and then she disappears and screams, and uh, she's gone. Yep. Uh, now a lot of weird stuff. So it's a lot of, I think, almost all repeated footage from parts one and two. I think you're right, yeah. Um, it's a lot of the scenes where we, we saw uh, Coop Prime in the Black Lodge, sometimes talking to the one-armed man, mm-hmm. sometimes talking to Cheryl Lee, uh, our, our old friend. I'd almost forgot about him. Our old friend, the Electric Tree, is there. Oh, how could you forget? He goes to the Electric Tree, and the Electric Tree said... Is it the story of the story of the little girl who lived down the lane? That's right. Yeah. Is it? That's what the tree says. Yeah. Um, does that mean anything? I mean, I think it means it all goes back to Laura. You know? Maybe this is a way for... This is why Coop gets it into his head to try to get Laura back to her home. Maybe that's what puts it into his head. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, and, you know, I didn't see a lot of people talking about what that could possibly mean. More really? of... Because the electric yeah. tree says it. <laughs> I know. And, you know, the electric tree, I mean, that's the, you know, that's CEO of... That's right. Of the of world. The Black yeah, I don't know. Just re- reinforcing that the stories about Laura and her experiences, maybe. Yeah. Um... And then he goes and he sees uh, Mr. Palmer, Leland. Yeah, yeah. Leland says, "Find Laura." Yeah, this is this is this is not good. It's not good. What? What do you mean? I mean, I think this is problematic. Anytime they, I find them painting Leland in any kind of positive light, anything that can be interpreted as a positive light, I have problems with. Right? This I mean, is he's, he's this is the true. This is the true your, evil. You know. Uh, I thought Bob was the true evil. Yeah, you know, but for me, yeah, I'm in my in my reading of Twin Peaks, they're kind of one and the same. When when Laura's killed in the in the boxcar, um, they both scream something like, "I always thought you thought it was him. I always thought you thought it was him," kind of thing. Um, because Laura thought it was Bob the whole time, and then she, you know, the revelation is she finds out that it's her father that's been raping her. So, so for me, I mean, that's the the true horror of the show, right, is the the rape. Hmm. So, so I don't like that. But I have a way to explain it all away, and I, I think that's, I think that's uh, Leland trying to get Cooper to to bring some harm to to Laura, which I think is what happens. But we'll get there. We'll get so there. why why then is Leland hanging out in the Black Lodge, which seems to be operated by? Owned by the electric tree and operated by the one arm man, who are both forces for good. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But you know, Bob's there too. There's 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 evil stuff going on there. I think it's like some people think it's like a way station hmm. between heaven or hell or something. Something good, something bad. I mean yeah. there's angels there. Yeah. People don't know. <laughs> uh so he's walking around, it's a lot of the same footage from from parts one and two, but he does something differently this time and he goes through a certain curtain and he gets to a bunch of trees Yeah, and uh, Laura Dern is there. Diane is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ask each other, are you real? And they both agree that they are both real. Uh, no need to <laughs> doubt that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, right? <laughs> Let me, yeah. Are you real? Yeah. Are you real? Yeah. Okay. And then they're both driving down the road. Yeah. Um, I believe it's the same place where Dark Coop had his accident. I think that's right. I had the same thought. So they're driving and, and they're both talking about like, oh, do we really want to do this? You know, once we go, we may not come back, stuff like that. Um, or it mm-hmm. might not be the same. Right. And they reach 430 miles. This is significant for some reason. Uh, <laughs> right. 
And then uh, Coop gets out, and he's like, this is the spot. And he feels electricity, and he's like, oh, yeah, this has got to be it. Mm-hmm. Gets back in the car, and they kiss because they don't know what's going to happen. Sure. And then they drive through the field of electricity. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, suddenly it's nighttime, mm-hmm. um, and they arrive at a motel. Yeah. So, uh, Coop goes to get the room. Uh, Diane is sitting in the passenger seat and sees herself watching her. Yeah. Kind of from a distance, maybe. Yeah. Um, Maybe 100 feet away. not to react. (laughs) I kind of had the thought that maybe, and then what happens is there's a little cut, and we see that Coop is coming back from the checkout, from the motel, the check-in. So I wonder if, like, a part of me thought that maybe whatever this 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 uh, uh, other uh, Diane is had had like actually like killed her, replaced her, or something. Yeah, I think that's possible. Or maybe it's she's seeing, you know, because now we're in this, you know, now it's like a it's like a time travel show, right? So maybe this is like a different version of her from a different time trying to intercede on what's happening. It's not clear. Yeah, I means there's, there's multiple versions. You know, it's it's completely it's unknown. I know that one could have been the real one because the only reason we know that this is the real one is because she said so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, they go into the motel room. Yeah. And uh, she turns on the light, and Coop says, "No, turn off the light." She says, "Well, what do we do now?" He says, "You come over here to me." <laughs> they start making out. Yeah. And very uh, silly. Uh, Romantic music starts playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's get it on kind of music. No, it's not let's get it on. What is it? It's not like a like a bad Eddie Murphy movie from like the early two thousands. It's let's it's, get it on. No, it's like uh it's like a fifties like doo wop song. Uh, but it's not. It's not. Let's get. Let's get it it's on. Not, it's not. Let's get it on. But it's 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 the music that you play. In like a like regular a, TV show or movie yeah. like from the 80s or 90s when people start having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's still the weird bedalamenty scoring over underneath it too at the same time. A little bit, yeah. And it kind of comes and goes. Comes and goes, uh, yeah. They're both intermixed. The way they have sex is is not uh, <laughs> pleasant to watch. No. She First of all, Coop is just sitting there. He's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh which uh, does not seem like the uh, the true you know eager beaver that he is in real life. That's true. Okay. Uh, nice he's just pun. Kind of sitting there. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got to earn that explicit rating somehow. It's true. Um, he, uh, he's sitting there. She's on top of him. He's just kind of frowning at her and making very heavy eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she starts crying a little bit, um, and. I wouldn't say crying. She's upset. Yeah, for sure. She, and she starts she covering like, his face. Yeah, trying to you know, cover it with her hands. So as to not look at him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a healthy relationship. No, not good. Well, I mean, she's, she's, having, she's having sex with the ex- person who looks exactly like someone who raped her. Yeah, but he said it was him. <laughs> Right, right. Well, that's the problem. You he promised. You, you alluded to that. You you had the same th- uh, thought in the last episode where they kissed. Oh yeah. You made yeah. a you made it's a point good. of saying it's it's too early, right? Because she was raped by uh, Dark Coop, who looks exactly like this guy. And so I think she, you know, I think she wants to have sex with him. But I think as she's having sex with him, she's understandably disturbed. But when she looks down and sees who it is, yeah. Right? Uh, so here's my question. I mean, you know, Coop Prime is, you know, an all-around great guy. Yeah. Why is he allowing this to continue? I don't know. I mean, people have people have problems he's with just, this. He's got to get off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. They both yeah. they both wanted to, and then I think they're they're at, you know as it's happening, they're thinking, you know, this is this is this is not not good. <laughs> They both wanted to. She can't stand to look at him and yeah, starts yeah. visibly like cringing. Yeah, yeah. Trying to cover his face. It almost looks like she's suffocating him at one point. 
Yeah. No, and you know, honestly, I think that's why she's on top in the scene to demonstrate that she has more Im- uh, agency. To be perfectly honest, because otherwise, I think I think if she was if he was on top of her, I think people would would think that. Oh yeah, that, I mean, that she was trying to fight him off. Right. So she's on top. You think because the character wants to show that she has agency to prove to herself, or you think that. I think David both. Lynch was like Mark Frost was like Lynch. We can't take. We, you're already seen as a misogynist. And he's like, all right, well, I'll put her on top. Then who's consenting, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think no. I, I think I think it's to the, the basement, character. Frost. <laughs> to the basement. No, no. Write me more atmospherics for my car rides. Oh God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want Woody Banner. He's like, you know what, David? I have. I've had enough. No lines for you, David. He's like, I don't care. I don't need them. The I words my, are useless. I have my horse references. That's all I need. Uh, you need no. me, David. I have to write. I have to write the dialogue that that ends the story. I'll just have her scream. <laughs> oh God, David. Mm-mm. We owe them. We owe the audience something. I don't owe anyone anything. <laughs> No, no, no. It's, it's the character. The, the character wants to make sure she's in control. And she is in control, but she feels conflicted about it, understandably. Right? Too. I honestly, honestly, I was watching this and I thought that this is not Coup Prime, that something must have changed. A lot of people think that, yeah. Because there's no way that, a, that even, even a pretty good person would, would like allow, would be like, hey, let's stop. Like, let's stop or wouldn't this. say or something. Like, yeah. yeah. You, or he, or even, or even try to take his, her hands off his face. I mean, he does nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. Anyway, I, uh, he he goes to sleep. Uh, he sleeps like a baby, so obviously he's fine. <laughs> whatever happened, he does wake up very refreshed. You can yeah. tell, right? <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, "Ah, what a great day!" And he looks over and she's gone, and he's not like, he's like Diane. No, 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 he's bothered by it. He, he looks over, he notices she's not there, and he kind of jumps up with a start. Like, what? What happened? No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, he does. Yes, no, he, he calls He calls for her twice, mm-hmm. and then he's like, ah, oh, where is she? <laughs> he starts no. looking around. No, he does no, not. No. He does not. He absolutely does not jump up with a start. Uh, no, there was he, no he pressing jerks, concern. He jerks. No, no, no. He jerks up. Well, he thinks maybe she's in the bathroom or something. I don't know. Well, and, well, then, then he notices well, then the note. Exp- explain the fact that. Okay. Well, yeah. The note says that. So, so he looks around. He sees that she's not there. Uh, there's a note that's been left, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, "Dear Richard." Um, and I actually don't exactly have what 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 the note says, but it's a breakup yeah. note. Yeah. From Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who are these characters again? Uh, no, no, we have no idea. This is the first time we've heard them. Well, Richard was someone. Richard was. Richard was Coop's son. Yeah. Um, Who's Linda? No one. Nobody. Apparently, her name is mentioned at some point, but she's like a really minor character. Um, these are these are new names, so people think maybe they think that they have new names, like. The Diane in, in this alternate reality thinks she has a different name, or these are different people. But then why would they use the name Richard, which is already a character? I don't know. I don't That's know. That's insanity. There's there's no good answers to this. But we should say when Coop reads the note, he goes, "Richard, Linda." Yeah, he doesn't know. As to say, what? Why is she referring to me like yes. that? And yeah, why yeah, is yeah, yeah. she calling herself that? Yeah. So he's confused. It's a confusing note, and he yeah. doesn't understand who Richard and Linda are. To your your point, your idea, your thesis is that he's upset by the fact that Diane is not there. Yeah, he's definitely upset. Uh, he makes no effort to find her. Correct. <laughs> well, he's on a mission. He's, he's, he's trying to get along. He uh, found a woman, uh, saved her, possibly the love of his life, yeah. one could argue. They go through a time portal together. They have complicated sex to put it to put it nicely sure and then she's gone the next day mm-hmm. there's a note about different people and he's just like well i'm sure she'll turn up when she turns up mm. it's hard for me to believe that he cares at all about her i don't think it's she'll, she'll turn up when she turns he up does nothing he cares he doesn't do no, anything to try well, to he, find he's, her. he's pushing he's putting the the mission first the mission is to get laura that's the whole point 
he's got to get to her. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he thinks she's, you know, she's off working, you know, the other side of the case. <laughs> they Trying drove to figure out one who, car. Who, what, she walked out? <laughs> well, that's the thing. He, uh, when he walks out, he's in, there's, it's a different car. Yeah. It's a different, yeah. it's a different hotel, too. Everything is different, yeah. Well, it's a different car. It's a different hotel. And uh, it's also parked in a different place yeah. than it was before. But he doesn't seem to notice. He doesn't. Correct. He kind of just walks out like everything is normal. Yeah. Did you see what he gets into? It's a uh, it's a standard FBI car, right? It's a Lincoln. Oh, is it? Ooh. Oh, I'm sad I missed that. One more. Yeah, one more. You know. One more. One more for the road. One more one, Lincoln placement. One more final. Yep. Uh, it looked like an FBI Lincoln, though. Yeah, no, no. It sounded, looked like it's like a standard government car, yeah. I guess. Uh, so he doesn't know that uh, anything is different. He doesn't seem to realize. He recognizes that Richard and Linda are different names, but he's not faced by the fact that his car is different and somewhere else. Right. So interesting. He's driving around. He finds a diner called Judy's. Yeah. Hmm? Seems like you a know, clue. Yeah, did you know what was behind the diner? Did you see? No, get out of here. No, I didn't. What is it, a Rolex showroom? What? <laughs> Close. It was a bunch of, uh, a bunch of uh, shipping containers made by Maersk. I did notice that, actually. <laughs> Listen, if you're, if you're no, traveling come on. Time, Why do you think Maersk? There's no commercials for Maersk. <laughs> if, you, if you're traveling through time... And space, and you want your belongings to arrive safe and sound. <laughs> always ship with Maersk. No, Everyone knows that. <laughs> come on, no, that's not product placement. I didn't notice that. Uh, it, but it, it, the name was prominently display, displayed twice. <laughs> they don't advertise. I've never seen a Maersk. They don't have to because everyone knows it's the best brand in town. <laughs> Go ahead, oh name any God. other shipping container name company. That's true. I can't. I can't. That's right. That's because uh, you know quality. I guess I do. So you know Maersk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, he he um, heads into the restaurant, mm. uh, the Judy's Diner. Uh, first thing that's jumped out to me is how poorly laid out it is. Hmm. Uh, there's a huge amount of empty, unused floor space. That's true. Yeah. Once again, really ahead of its time with the COVID protocols, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Plenty of distance between all these different patrons. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, no, no, you're right though. It is really weird. There's an enormous, yeah. Empty it was almost space. like like it's a dance floor, but that doesn't make yeah. any sense for a diner. Yeah, you're right. Um, but it was, yeah, it was it was quite a lot of space. Um, anyway, so uh, he's sitting there. The waitress comes up. Um, she seemed familiar to me, but is she? No, no, no? we've never okay. seen her before. She pours him some coffee, and he asks about another waitress. Now we don't know why yet. It'll become clear pretty soon. Mm. And she says, oh, the other waitress is at home. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then she goes to these other clients, these three cowboy, big cowboy guys mm. who are, you know, uh, uh, groping her and, and, you know, being shitty guys. And he mm. says, hey, stop that. They come up to him because he's, he's, you know, he's he's stepping to them. Mm-hmm. And this guy says, like, what's wrong with you? Or, or you got something to say? And, and. And Coop just says, like, what? Or something like that. And he pulls out a gun. The cowboy pulls out a gun and points it at him. Yeah. Well, you're in Texas now, right? Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't like a revolver. It was like a Glock. It seemed weird. Uh, yeah, it did seem weird, but, you know, probably more accurate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite quite the escalation, though. I mean, they have three of them. Yes, yeah. Uh, pull, a, pull a pistol on somebody? I don't know. Right. But, you yeah. know, these are bad guys. I mean, it's Odessa, you know. That's true. It's just the land of the land of weapons and, and Maersk. Um, <laughs> so yeah. uh, he points a gun at him, and uh, Coop, you know, just does what Coop does best, which is uh, disarm him and 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 fuck them all up. He, he yeah, kicks some ass. Kicks uh, kicks one guy in the crotch. The other guy pulls a weapon and he shoots him uh, in the foot. Mm-hmm. Has the other guy sit down. What's weird is. He disarms them and controls the situation. He's got his gun kind of trained on them. But mm-hmm. he ends up going to the waitress and it's like it's okay, I'm FBI. He's his delivery is very, very flat. 
And oh, really? Uh, yeah, he is very. He doesn't emote at all. He's very monotonous. I thought he seemed kind of paranoid about the whole room. Um, the way he keeps his his well, pistol that's, up. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, but my my yeah, maybe he's paranoid. I just kind of felt that he was not making uh, not a hundred percent there, like not making choices. Like he had his gun pointed at them, hmm. and then he goes to turn to the waitress, and he still has his gun pointed at her. Um, mm-hmm. He takes their their weapons, puts them in the fryer. Yeah, which is kind of a funny way to not to make sure that they can't get back to them. But then yeah. I, I was thinking, and he points out that if you put yeah, I know a gun I had the same thought. Fryer, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you heat up a bullet, it could go off. Right. Uh, and so he tells the fry cook, "I would step away because the gun might go off." So he knows it's, that's a very dangerous thing to do. Right. If you were, you know, this great FBI agent who's just off duty saving women who are getting groped. Why no, he's are, not off. He, no, no, no. He's on duty. He's on duty. Okay. This yeah, is Coop on he's duty. He's on duty. Uh, why is he still pointing his gun at innocent people? Why is he. I know that the, the flagging, the, the total flagging everybody in the. Like, there's an older couple in the. Yeah. In the diner, who are watching everything happen, and they're like, "What's going on?" Kind of thing, and I, th- you know, the the he points the the gun at them, and the kind of why, offhand. The reason why I don't think not. it's just paranoia, why I think it's like him not fully with it, is because uh, what what ends up happening is he asks for the other waitress's address. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first waitress gives it to her, and then he leaves. And as he's walking out the door, he still has his gun out, hmm. and he's still pointing okay. it like now outside. So I think he's just his mind is like not just. It just has the gun up for some reason. Hmm. Okay. I I, I didn't think I. This is interesting to me, but that's uh, inter- yeah. I don't know. I don't know that's, why. Um, well, it's funny you say that because it, it it bothered me, but I thought maybe that was just me nitpicking, um, unsafe gun practices. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of like I was pushing all these thoughts down, like don't let your 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 personal takes on gun safety influence the scene. <laughs> honestly. So yeah, I wasn't really looking for that, but that that's a it's a good take. I like it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it means, but it's just it was just weird. Well, I mean, it's more evidence of Coop not being himself, right? Which, which yeah. is what you said during the sex scene. Mm-hmm. He goes to the address of the waitress uh, that's not at work today. That was the person that mm-hmm. he wanted to see. Mm-hmm. He arrives at the house and he looks at the pole across the street, and it's ooh, it's number six. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it looks exactly like the same pole from Firewalk with Me. Yeah, that and it has the Chris same. Chris Isaac dis- disappeared. Transformer uh, mm-hmm. above it. Yep. Uh, so, and he hears the hum of electricity. I just think that all the wiring in Odessa needs to be better insulated. <laughs> so he uh, he goes to the house and knocks on the door, and and of course it's uh, it's Cheryl Lee, mm-hmm. uh, the actress who plays Laura Palmer, and he says, "Laura," and she says, "What?" This goes on a little bit. Basically, uh, it becomes clear that uh, that Laura Palmer does not know that she's Laura Palmer. She thinks she yeah. has a different name. Yeah, uh, Carrie Page. Carrie Page. I don't know if this is actually true, but it seemed like... So he said, your father's name is Leland. She was like, okay. Said, your mother's name is Sarah. And that seemed to resonate with her a little bit. Yeah, I had the same thought. I, she I kinda, can't tell if... There's, there's a bit of like awareness in her eyes when he says that. yeah. I couldn't tell if it was awareness or if it was just like she's getting kind of freaked out in general because of the self-assuredness that that Coop has about her family. Sure, um, it's not. I mean, it's it's not a really weird. Clear. It's a weird experience. Yeah, yeah. Not as weird as what's about to happen, which is he says sure. it's really important that I take you to your mother's house, uh, and she's like, "Yeah, okay." She says that she has some trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, when Coop first opens the door and says that he's with the FBI, she says, oh, did you get him? Uh, meaning that there was some man that she probably had some sort of issue with the law that she was concerned about. Mm. Coop, for whatever reason, isn't interested in this. Um, no, he's, he's not. But basically, it's conveyed that she's in some sort of deep trouble at home. She mm-hmm. says, oh, I wouldn't mind riding with an FBI agent and getting a change of scenery and then being somewhere else. The uh, the waitress back at the diner had even mentioned that she hadn't been to work in three days. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been hiding out. So she says, come in. Uh, a strange move, and we'll see why. She says, come in, and uh, I'll just get my things together, and then we can go. So yeah. already a woman making very strange choices. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's true. Deciding just to leave with the stranger. Anyway, he comes in, and uh, mm. there's a dead body on the couch. It yeah, looks like man. he was executed. Yeah, shot through the head. Yeah. Uh, so she doesn't seem to be worried about that. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of weird things about this yeah. image, though. And then uh, he's like, oh, hmm, dead body. Very strange. And then he sees a white horse. Yeah, the white horse. Couldn't believe it. Uh, I'd forgotten about this. On the mantle. God, I love this white horse. So this is just the white horse. Where else has it been? It's just been in the dream that Sarah Palmer had. Sarah Palmer had it right before Laura, Laura was killed. Uh, we also see it when uh, Cooper in episode part one of season three falls through in existence from the electric tree. <laughs> the white horse appears. Of course. I jumped falling, out of my... Falling from in, through an existence. Yeah, 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 I jumped out of my chair when I saw that. <laughs> and once again, the, the white horse is on the mantle, please. Then the... Uh, oh, I, I, I got to okay. jump in. I, I noticed something that I hadn't noticed the first time, which is, I, I don't know what this means, but the dead body, the stomach is kind of protruding. And it almost has what appears to be a cavity that was opened up, almost as if in the same manner by which Bob, the sphere, would leave a body after it was killed, it looks like the same kind of wound in the stomach, which I thought was kind of strange. So you think she shot and killed another Bob vessel? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't put much thought into this. I mean, I just saw it less than 24 hours ago. Hmm. But... Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird. I, I actually rewound it to look, and uh, it's strange. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. So now we get to uh, the uh, last forty-five minutes <laughs> of the episode, which is uh, they begin their drive. Um, yeah. They don't talk, with one exception. Um, she says at one point that she just had to get out of Odessa. Mm-hmm. She asks him if, if, if he, she goes, "Are you a real FBI agent?" Yeah, and he shows uh, her she her his shield. Yeah, and she says, "Oh, okay." Um, yeah, I mean they have that they have that scene where the car looks like it's following them for a long time. It looks like it's following them. Yeah, and then uh, he kind of pulls off to the side, and it isn't. No, he just drives past. Yeah, so something almost happens. I mean, I had the same experience as I watched this scene. My mind kind of drifted. I found myself, in fact, during that part, I found myself just kind of daydreaming. I guess that's. Be, it's not. Don't don't say that. That's because of like a directing choice. <laughs> that's because nothing happened. That's and... the point. No, I think I think we're on the ride with him. No, no, no I think no, we're on the ride. No, with him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Absolutely, I do, no. and that's why. That's what why you're I like saying. It. What you're saying is the director used boredom to make me yes. feel bored. Yes, yes. That's not good. That's not good art. No, I, I didn't feel bored. I wouldn't typify you were it as boredom. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't mean you're bored. What was happening on the screen was so uninteresting that your mind stopped being able to focus on it. Correct. I would not use the word uninteresting. <laughs> I would say what was happening on the screen was of such banality. <laughs> That's that's the that's the thesaurus word for boredom. <laughs> that I yeah I found myself you know thinking about what was going to happen you know looking you know thinking about what it what had happened earlier <laughs> the same kind of behavior I would I would be oh, experiencing if I was on the car ride with them yeah because they're both so uninteresting no so uncaptivating <laughs> if I was in that car too I'd be very bored yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would be bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would. That be. would be the that'd be the word for it. Yeah, <laughs> because nothing is happening. Um, nothing is happening. A man correct. who who believes it's his life mission to reunite this woman with her mother, uh, or get her back, or to the get house, her back to the house. Yeah. She doesn't believe she's that woman, and he's not interested even a little bit in in to talk about in, it. in talking about it. She um, has a dead body in her house. And an FBI agent comes and says, you're not who you think you are. I'm going to take you to another state. And she doesn't want to talk about that either. I mean, we, we don't we don't know what they talked about off, you know, when 
you know, beyond the, the 20 minutes the that we The ride was, was 20 hours and the scene was at least 19 hours. There's no <laughs> way we missed anything. <laughs> no, no, no. They had those discussions. You know, Unless they, they talked about their dreams, their hopes, their fears. No, they didn't. You know, where they see themselves in, in um, I don't want to rhyme, but, you know, five years. <laughs> And, uh, you know, but we just didn't see any of that take place. No. We just saw them on the on the road trip. Nope. Unless they went into, like, that gas station and they were like, oh, we got to talk. Away from the cameras. <laughs> like, it's a reality TV show. <laughs> uh, and, you know, what? No, those, those characters, uh, and they're both good actors, mm. I think they both did a very good job of communicating that they did not talk to each other. They were strangers. That's true. That, that, that's true. No, no I, I, I like that argument. I find that, that convincing. Because I said something nice. <laughs> that might be the true. It was know. so good that you have to believe me. <laughs> nothing that took place. <laughs> you no, know, no, you're right. It, they do seem reticent to, to talk. No. Like, they don't want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> eventually, they make it to the town of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, as this was happening, I thought I should have put a heart rate monitor on. Because <laughs> literally, as they pull up to the house, I was like, I bet my heart is like at 180. <laughs> I was like, it would have been really fun to like track it. And then uh, I don't know how we would communicate that on a podcast. but <laughs> I was just terror, terror. But you already know what happens. Exactly. Yeah, that's the horror of the whole experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to. I have to admit, I uh, they finally get to Twin Peaks. Yeah. You know, I I didn't have as much apprehension. I was like, oh, well, finally something's going to happen. <laughs> uh, but get to the they're driving around. He's like, do you recognize this? She's like, no, I don't. But anyway, they arrive at the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the house has been the symbol of of evil and suffering throughout the show. So yeah, yeah it was yeah. pretty. It was pretty. Uh, I was I was filled with a little tension as they approached the house because I wanted to know what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, if you were also, as the listener, uh, were also interested in what was going to happen, uh, well, spoiler alert: nothing happens. They no, go up. No, no. They no. go up uh, to the house. He knocks on the door, and yeah, yeah I was feeling the tension. I was like, "Who's going to answer the door? Is it going to be?" The nightmare yeah, creature and just chop them up, or what's going to happen? <laughs> oh, God. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, it is a woman that we don't know. Uh, this woman, by the way, fun fact. Okay. This is the actual owner of this house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's interviewed in the in the book I read. Oh my God. And uh, Lynch, when they were scouting the location, what twenty five years her. ago? No, 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 no. Um, so she she bought it since the original oh, okay. um, show, and so when they're scouting for season three, she talks about how like Lynch was like kind of talking to her, and towards the end of their scouting location, he said like, "Hey, have you ever acted before?" And she said, uh, "No, you know, never." And he's like, "Would you be willing to to act? I have a idea for a scene," and she had no idea it's the final scene of the entire series. So, anyways, wow, uh, kind of interesting. Well, I uh, don't mean to so be that's cruel, the actual, but I believe that she's never acted before. <laughs> no, she's pretty good. I think she's pretty good. I mean, she's all right. She's playing, you know, her truth, which is <laughs> a confused homeowner. <laughs> um, basically, they they show up and they say, you know, is is Sarah? What do they say? Is this the Palmer residence or something? And she's like, no. They, they he says, did you buy the house from the Palmers? Do you know mm-hmm. the Palmers? She's no, no. And they say, okay, well, who did you buy it from? And she's like, I don't know. Hold on. And then she whispers to her husband, who's just uh, behind the door, mm. which is actually also a little clever way of building some tension too. Yeah, it's a little creepy because yeah. she's whispering to someone off, just like Laura. I mean, Sarah kind of did um, previously, like when Hawk would visit her. The same some kind of dynamic here. Yeah. Um, and she says, no. Oh, we do know it was. The, this family uh, that we bought the house from, and then he's like, "Did you know who they bought it from?" <laughs> yeah. So this this whole this whole interaction feels very coop like because he's searching for like more information and like a very like feels like a normal FBI kind of agent manner. I think. Yeah, and um, basically they reveal that the Palmers never lived in this house. Um, uh, well, 
No, I don't think they reveal that. They just reveal that the woman who owns it now does it. She never knew. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And and whoever they bought it from before didn't um, wasn't Sarah Palmer either. The Palmers, at least. Yes. Uh, yes, that's true. Okay. Um, so in recent memory, the Palmers have not lived in this house. Right. Uh, so Cooper. Uh, and, and the entire time, Cheryl Lee's character, uh, Katie, right, is looking at her, looking at him like... Yeah, Car- Carrie, Carrie. Carrie is looking at him like... Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting mix of, like, apprehension. And yeah. You really yeah. dragged me all the way here for this. Yeah, it's really... It's, I mean, it's really excellent. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating when I say this might be my favorite five minutes of anything I've ever seen on screen. I'm not kidding. <laughs> So, uh, I, I mean, okay, just just for context, I mean, just to just to zoom out a little bit. Yes, there's very interesting tension in acting, but what happens is they come to a house, and the Palmers have never don't live there. Effectively, never have lived there, uh, yeah, and yeah. they just drove all this way for nothing. Yeah. So Coop uh, is is weirdly like he's like he's walking around. And he's like I don't understand. He he's like dejected. He's, he's confused. Dejected. He's physically like kind of crouched over weirdly. Um, no, you know what he does? So I didn't understand this, but you know, you know what he does right before this happens? Yeah. As he does his weird kind of walk with yeah. his arm out, he performs the same function that he did in the red room to go through the curtain when he went, when he left. He sticks his hand out and like twists it, which is the same thing he did to open up the, the curtain in the um in the red room so then he says what year is this and i think that's him thinking did i do my little magic (laughs) get out of the red room correctly kind of thing the classic time travel where you messed up the machine and you end up in the wrong (laughs) year yeah 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 yeah. uh okay so i know i thought that was interesting uh yeah that 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 is maybe it was more maybe it was maybe it was more interesting to me because I hadn't noticed that the no I mean no I mean that explains like why he's weirdly minutes. hunched over and and jerking his hand around yeah. um uh yeah so yeah he's he's trying to figure out what he did what 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 he did wrong basically to end up in the situation yeah. and then he says what year is it what year is this what year is this? And I only know that because that's that's been my WhatsApp um you know you have like a little bio phrase that like supposed to encapsulate everything about you you know whatsapp if someone looks for your name <laughs> right yeah mine's been uh what year is this for since 2017 <laughs> <laughs> do you know what mine is uh no <laughs> this is very very indicative of our positions on twin on on this podcast twin takes uh yours is a quote from the finale of uh twin peaks mine is the colony was a really underrated show <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I meant to. What does that mean? It's it's a TV show, The Colony. I never even heard of it. It's uh, right up my alley. It's a sci-fi show. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of uh, aliens take over Los Angeles. Um, that's funny. Yeah, it, that's it's that's the show. Our WhatsApp handles are the show. <laughs> that's Twin Takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Anyway, I recommend The Colony for anyone that's listening. It's... Uh, <laughs> A husband and wife and their two kids in alien-controlled L.A. And the husband is a police officer and basically is forced to work for the alien overlords and their human enablers to bring food on, to get food on the table. And his wife joins the resistance. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, so he says, what year is this? Mm-hmm. And then she lets out, you know, a classic uh, Cheryl Lee blood-curdling scream. Yeah. And that is the end of Twin Peaks. That's it. So there's a few things you may have missed. So <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> she uh, did you hear? Did you hear Sarah Palmer say Laura right before she screamed? Uh, Sarah Palmer. Yeah. Uh, you can no. hear. You can hear very, very, very faintly. Um, so the went right after Cooper says, "What year is this?" Mm-hmm. The camera switches to a shot of Cheryl Lee, 
and I and maybe it cuts back to the house, but you hear um Sarah Palmer say Laura like that, mm-hmm. and that's when she screams and she looks at the house. And it seems people debate this. It looks like there might be some sort of shit like figure in the top room where her room was mm. upstairs. And then the lights all turn out. That's right. Whole, yeah. yeah. Whole house. Um, and then it's, uh, then it's in credits of um, Laura Palmer whispering into Cooper's ear. Yeah. From it's the scene from uh, either part one or part two. Yeah. Uh, I think just just uh, slowed down so that it, she's whispering the entire duration of the credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. And then the the Frost Lynch. I don't know if you ever get this far. The Frost Lynch uh, thing is completely silent. Usually, it has a bunch of electricity on it. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah. Um, and so was the Showtime thing. Oh well, that's that's nice when the network time. realized they had made their mistake and they wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to back out. Do we have to show the logo? We have to show the logo. Okay, but we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna play any Showtime music. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, the nightmare creature is unresolved. Uh oh, you mean Judy? I mean, is it Judy? Presumably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. No, you mean like the thing that killed the couple in the yeah, box? Yeah, the first yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that, that in theory, precipitated yeah, no all idea. of the show's events. Yeah, yeah, we have no idea. Okay. Um, do we even know what the box was? No, no, no idea. Someone trying to, well, some, someone trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess we don't know what happens with Gordon Cole and the FBI. Does Miguel Ferrer ever get promoted? <laughs> no, does he ever retire? Does he retire? Yeah. Um, he knows what happens with Diane. Yeah. Which uh, which uh, district attorney gets uh, gets the the Matthew Lillard case dumped on his desk? <laughs> oh man, that's that's the that's the show that needs the Disney yeah. Plus spinoff. No, the police are going to have to uh, that that detective JJ from JJ's Diner from Parks and Rec is going to have to. Deal with a massive civil suit because oh yeah an innocent no, oh, man yeah the family's going after him that's yeah sure. an innocent man's head exploded in the back of a police off, police car yeah and he was sitting there yeah he was in the car he was in the car <laughs> his career is over and the only witness um, was shot by the deputy director of the FBI and then disappeared uh yes that's right yeah the only um, Tulpa Tulpa Diane saw the whole thing go down that's right Tulpa Diane can't can't <laughs> well i have a witness well where is she well she didn't exist to begin with but now she's dead <laughs> she originally existed but she was a copy yeah how much do you know about eastern mysticism <laughs> are you familiar with the teachings of chow day <laughs> uh what happens to chad i guess we'll never know uh, no, come on. I mean, some of these we know. Ch- Chad gets arrested and he's, you know, he's getting the chair. He's getting we're the trying chair to kill, for what? We're, I we're want trying to, to kill uh, Andy. <laughs> uh, attempted murder. Oh, man. I just want to see like a judge be like, <laughs> I have never seen a more reckless disregard for civil liberties. I'm shutting down the Twin Peaks Sheriff's Department. <laughs> uh, uh yeah. Well, you know, Leland died in their custody. Oh, did he? Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you that. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to imagine sort of or think about like what's what's been accomplished. No, nothing. Uh, it, the only thing that's happened is um, Cooper tried to save. So this is why this is why I think the show's so amazing. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper tried to save Laura by keeping her from being killed. Yes. But he didn't save her. Right. Because. She, she, she still suffered the horrible abuse that happened before that. And all he accomplished by going and bringing her back to the site of her where she was, you know, a victim was just to bring that trauma right back into her life. So why did he why did he think that was a good idea? That, that's what pe- people don't understand. I mean, he becomes, you know, quasi villain. He He yeah. takes her to this place of horror and he reintroduces... The entire experience to Carrie Page, right? 
I mean, you you even mentioned it in the last one. So the uh, part seventeen, you know, it's supposed to have like this kind of fairy tale ending, right? But it all gets subverted in, in part eighteen because she still experiences all this horror. You know, Bob's still running around. I mean, he he didn't do any good. He he brought more horror onto the onto the whole planet. Yeah, you know what would have been uh, a I think sufficiently ambiguous and unclear ending, but still good i mean i know obviously david lynch isn't looking for a nice ending but um certainly satisfying i think for the audience is he goes and he sees he meets her and he says are you laura palmer and she says no i'm uh what was it uh carrie whatever mm-hmm. uh and she says he says do you know leland do you know sarah and she says no and then he just he should just walk away his job is done yeah, she's a different person, yeah. but she he yeah. prevented the death of Laura Palmer because Laura Palmer didn't have to exist. Right, right. You know, um, you're right. That, that's what he should have done. Uh, but he gets put on this path by who? Well, that's this is why we were talking about. You know, I mentioned anytime Leland's portrayed as someone who's good, mm-hmm. um, I started thinking about this. So Leland kind of puts him on this path, right? By saying, go get Laura, go get Laura. Well, the electric tree does it too. And the electric, the electric tree does it as well, yeah. Also, was he put um, on the path? I mean, this is all he's done is... That's true. But, but you know, why would he bring her back to her home? Was he trying to, I don't know, put her back where he thinks she should be? Like trying to restore some sort of order to the, you know, the time traveling hijinks he's created? I don't know. Mm. Who knows what the motivation is? So let me, let me quote from... Uh, Laura's Ghost by Courtney Stallings. And so this is about the the conclusion. So in the end, Cooper Richard discovers that Laura's trauma did not disappear, but lived on in Carrie Page. Page approaches the literal threshold of Laura Palmer's home when she arrives at the door of the Palmer house and crosses the figurative threshold when she confronts her past as symbolized by the troubled home of Laura Palmer. She's awakened by that confrontation, but this is not Disney's Sleeping Beauty being awakened by a prince. Instead, it is the story of a lost and traumatized woman who is roused by a dark memory when she hears her mother call out her name. So that's it, you know? So so are we saying then that this is, in fact, Laura Palmer, but she was so traumatized that she repressed everything about her childhood? Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe the, you know, the the... The trauma that she experienced crosses is like interdimensional. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that, that's why I think when he first approaches her in her home in Odessa, when he says Sarah, she kind of has like a look in her eye, like she recognizes it. So, anyways, I think that's I think that's what the whole I think that's what the whole show's about. And all the other stuff is, I mean, they talk about it, but I think this is the. This is the meaning of the show. This is what it. This is what it's all about. Mm. So well, I don't understand why this show isn't about Cooper's quest to, uh, like to, to basically to dumb down what I think season three is about. It's Cooper is an FBI agent. Let's pretend for a second that he's not stuck in you know interdimensional whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's an FBI agent that mm-hmm. couldn't solve uh, satisfactorily. Uh, the case of a young girl's murder. Mm-hmm. And you could take it a step further and say, yeah, he, maybe he found the culprit, but the pain that was caused doesn't have a clear culprit. And so it's not like he's, you know, done justice. And so maybe season yeah. three is 25 years later. He's trying to do justice. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think if you if you take some of the elements of the show... Uh, maybe have like the the time travel happen a little bit earlier, and spend more time in the show dealing with like okay, you went you you saved her, go back in time. Now she's a different person. Like, what does that mean? Have you really actually solved anything? If you spend more time inter- interrogating that instead of, I don't know, having arm wrestling fight clubs and having women with that talk to logs lead Native American sheriffs out into the yeah, woods yeah. to look at stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you could. I think you could deal with those interesting topics so much more effectively, and more than three people would watch it. <laughs> That's true. More people would definitely watch it, but I don't know. I don't know if you would deal with it more effectively. Yeah, I mean, it would be all the I other mean, shows. Pe- 
yeah, I mean, people, you know, a lot more people would watch it for sure. Yeah. But it wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't change my WhatsApp handle to, uh, <laughs> to that's for sure. Uh, you know. All right. Those well, are those, the takes. Those are the takes. Those are the takes. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, we solved it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you've probably convinced a lot more people not to watch it than I have people to watch it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, but no, I, I decided. You know, my second watch. I've decided. I think. I think this is my favorite. My favorite show I've ever seen. I. I Number I, one for me. Number one. I'm so torn because I, it's not that I. It's not just that I. I I don't like it. It's that it's there's just so there's so much interesting stuff that it makes me mad because I feel like there's a lot of interesting foundation that is just it's just wasted by you know David Lynch's artistic fantasies that that don't <laughs> I don't know serve any purpose. No, those are features, not bugs. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So should we do it? Ratings? I guess so. I, I I don't know what else to. I mean, I had half a mind to to look through and and create a a list of of every uh, to look through all my notes mm. and create a list of every uh, dropped story arc or thread. <laughs> I know. I take it, you to it, task. You started going down that road, and I, I started to think, oh boy, this is gonna be a lot of no. a lot of a lot of uh, apologists. Uh, <laughs> Tap dance I'm gonna have to do here. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I did read a whole um a whole thing about how Jerry's the most important character in the show. Buzzfeed's twenty five times Jerry uh, surprised us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the high the high the brother. High brother, of people. course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so let's hear it. Let's have it. What is your final rating? I mean we I, I should we do episode and series? Sure, sure. I mean mine mine's gonna be easy. Yeah. AA. AA episode and series. AA. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. This episode I give an F. I mean mm-hmm. just uh, it's just, you know, it's like it's like I'm it's like I'm a parent. You know, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Mm. I wish uh I, I all the tools are there. I mean, there is good writing, there's amazing acting at times. Most times. It's usually better than not. Um, but it's just so uh, unnecessarily uh, dumb that I can't. <laughs> I can't. I just can't anymore. Have fun. Uh, mm. um, Does, did, did you factor your F into the? I did. My overall GPA. GPA is is a D plus. A D plus. Okay. Yeah, All right. For the series. Um, those F's weigh it down, you know, but uh, it's D+. Plus. Uh, it's disappointing. Uh, and then you said the intern ran the numbers for me and mine was an A-. minus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The intern, the interns, multiple interns crunched the numbers and you got a 3.69. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. And uh, what about AV Club? How did they rate the final episode? Uh, A-. minus. Really? Yeah, you know, I think they were too close to it. They didn't know what to think. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I guess I'll say it. Any 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 parting thoughts? Final. Thought? I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been such a pleasure. All right. Well, that's it for 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 Twin Takes. The long the long winding journey is over. Yeah, it's come uh, to an end. Uh, Garrett, do you want to put in a plug for uh, the music uh, that's been our uh, preview, our, our entry song and our exit song? Yeah, the music we've been using is a buddy of mine with a very good band called James and Evander. Um, so check him out. Mm. Uh, and, and thank you, thank you for thank you to him for letting us use the music. Yeah, yeah, it really set the set the mood, set the tone quite nicely. And he only like charged us; it was like ten k <laughs> to use it so. per episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. generous. Yeah, um, you guys have all been paying to listen, right? Because we're uh, we're out. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, uh, about, my children will never go to college. About, about three hundred sixty k, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, and then the the cover art was done uh, by a friend of mine, Alan Carroll. Yeah, the, yeah. The, um, thank you, thank you to him. It, it was a cool cover. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, so as our final uh, little project here, what we've done is, is, is I could not have done it. What Garrett has done uh, is uh, has gone through and listened and pulled out one insane sentence from each episode. Each episode, yeah. And uh, we've, we've put it together in a little montage for you. So you can hear the, I hope, I hope will be a, a nice, uh, a, uh, what should we call it? A mental cacophony of the insanity uh, that has been this Twin Takes journey. Uh, so hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. Any, any final thoughts, Garrett, with the, for, the, for the listeners? No, it's been fun. Until next time, we, until we, next time we do our Friends podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the Harry Potter podcast. Or the Harry Potter podcast. Or the Terminator yeah. podcast. Uh, mm. my final, uh, piece of advice, um, for you. And, and since I'm the one who edits these things, I'll make sure it's the last thing that you hear is, oh, no. uh, don't watch Twin Peaks. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? It's a really bad show. Uh, and that's it. Evil tree casts him into darkness. Not, not non-existence. I believe he arrives and then, uh, the woman takes him upstairs. She flips mm-hmm. the switch and dies. And then when he comes back down, it's, it's earlier. her, but earlier. Yeah. He grabs his, he has to urinate. Yeah. And he grabs his dick mm-hmm. and, 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 and makes like a, like a sad puppy face. And she's like, do you have to go to the bathroom? You know, I was massaging the old man's mouth. Then he takes out a dime and he flips it into the air and it, uh, sort of suspends in midair for a second and then it lands in the other in the younger guy's mouth jerry is in the woods and he's looking at his shoe and the shoe his foot i guess Mm -hmm. uh says to him in a high-pitched voice with subtitles yeah i am not jerry's foot as he gets up the camera pans to what he was drawing it's a hand coming out of the uh, uh, right side of the piece of paper, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's trying to grab a deer. I mean, there was uh, a sense that Ferrer knew he was going beyond the event horizon of the sky, <laughs> the sky vortex. This doctor with the red and blue shaded sunglasses who keeps hawking his gold <laughs> shovel, and the woman with the eye patch. Yeah. If you win, you become the new boss. If you lose, you have to join the gang. And you have to do whatever the boss says. Yeah, and if you don't do what the boss says, we kill you. Yeah. But he also has the option to just walk away. She puts her hand on her face yeah, yeah. and removes her face. Yeah. But we got the next best thing. Uh, the next best thing, yes. When you can't get David Bowie, you get a mystical tea kettle. Her head like yeah. weirdly explodes. You know, it shatters. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. I believe it's like a Francis Bacon painting. The blind uh, woman from another dimension. Yep. Who can only make <laughs> what sounds like like monkey sounds. The guy with the gardening glove has punched the sphere of evil back into hell. But do you remember the child that was jumping around the frog moth <laughs> that crawled into the little girl's mouth? Uh, so the creature that That's vomits vomiting. the Garbonzonia, uh, electric tree doppelganger, it's so crazy, <laughs> uh, thrusts him in, out of, uh, into inexistence, right? Or unexistence or whatever it was. Yeah. That's where he landed in the same world. What an insane sentence. This is why this show is the greatest show ever. I'm, I'm getting more and more convinced. I mean, this, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing even close. That'll be good. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. All right, man. Well, I guess I won't talk to you then. I think this is it. Yeah, I'll talk to you in three years. 